Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. In this show, I want to talk about your next video. And as you know, we quite often talk about developing our next video as if we were most concerned about what people who are watching the last video would like to see. But there are a number of ways to go about this, including some analytics, including some general philosophical concepts, and I want to dig in deep into those areas. You know, one of the things I, I do want to remind you of is that I have a number of guests coming up. I'm recording this week a couple shows, and I have a I have a few more in the queue too. So I want you to know that I do have those guests coming. I started a couple weeks ago calling on my friends and people that I would like to have on the show, and uh, they're starting to uh, kind of put me in the calendar now. So that's that's good. I'm looking forward to talking with some other folks. And these live shows, as I've mentioned before, will kind of become a bonus show which will help us make up some of the shows that we lost during the summer. I think that's a good way to approach it. Okay, let's get into the main topic of the day, which of course is what should your next video be about? And honestly, we have talked about this a lot, but I think I should just really emphasize it again. Take a look at maybe your last or your best five videos. And there are a couple of ways to look at it, not just based on the most views. And I want to give, actually, I want to give Owen Video the credit on this one. And I'm sure this is something a, a number of YouTube professionals do. But Owen Video was talking about this the other day, and it kind of spurred this thought. And that is, don't just look at the most views, but also look at the videos with the most watch time. So you can see that there are some videos that got a lot of views, but not a lot of watch time. And I think one of my future videos is a topic that's been going around a lot lately. How do you get to those 4,000 hours of watch time while growing your YouTube channel? That's a great topic. And there are a number of videos, a number of folks have been talking about that. So I'm going to give that a couple weeks to breathe. But that was part of that, the solution. That was one of the options. And when you're trying to figure out which is the best video to make next, you might want to consider that option. Another option that you might want to consider is taking a look at your top five videos in terms of additional subscribers. Which videos are providing more subscribers to your channel? In other words, these are videos that are connecting with people in a way that they want to subscribe. They want to hear more. That is a big thumbs up. You can also consider other things such as likes, your videos with the most likes. I don't think that's your best option. I, I do think views or watch time or even subscribers is a good way to go about it. But always look at your top five or so. And also, another thing you can look at is are videos that are producing a lot of impressions. Now, one of the things you can do when you see a video that's getting a lot of impressions, still, that means that YouTube is trying to promote that video. But if it has a low click-through rate, that probably means 
that you have to improve that title and or thumbnail. And so that's something I just want to remind you of. There's a lot of times we have videos that YouTube really is trying to promote for us and we're not looking to see that that's the case. And quite often, if that is the case, that means there's probably, even if your video is not the best, but YouTube is promoting it a lot, that very well mean that there is room for more videos in that area. And there's demand for that type of video, but there's not a lot of inventory. And so YouTube is really giving your video a shot, or maybe your video is doing better than many of the others in that area. Maybe you have a 4% click-through rate and a lot of the others have a three. That's very possible, but I would think if there's some if there are a number of good videos out there that that average click-through rate would be higher. So take a moment and look at that as an option to consider what your next video would be. So that's four things so far to look at, to consider. You can also look in your comments. I, I do believe, and there are a number of YouTube educators who will say, don't depend on what the people in your comments say, but if you do see a trend and you do notice that there are people who are regularly commenting and engaging on your channel and they seem to like specific videos and they're asking for more of this type, but maybe at a different angle or maybe a deeper dive or maybe a feature, who knows? There are a number of things. Do take a look at your comments to figure out, well, maybe this is something that could be done. For, for example, on my tutorial channel, I have a video that's doing very well. This channel's relatively new. It just has over 100 subs, and I really started working on it near the end of the summer, and I do have a video that has well over 20,000 views, which is not bad for a, a channel that has 100 subs or so. But one of the people said, hey, you know what? It would be really helpful if you created a version of how you do this one thing on mobile. And I thought about it. I said, yes, this is a very popular topic. And this is something that I could also show people how to do on mobile. What a great idea. And I do have a setup that allows me to actually record via my phone onto my desktop, and that's Visor, V-Y-S-O-R. That's what I use. Maybe there's some other ones that are better, but that's what I've had for the last couple of years, and it worked really well. I just plug it in, and then I can record and then upload that video straight from what I see in the activity on my phone. It's really pretty cool. So you might want to do something like that too, trying a variation, especially if you're maybe a tech channel uh, you can consider maybe what you're talking about is available both on desktop and mobile. And if you have a hit, well, then maybe you can consider another variation of that video like that, or maybe different browsers, or maybe there are different ways in which you can use a specific item that you're talking about. Maybe you have a very popular video about something that people like, that are interested in, but maybe there are some other ways to use that item. So maybe you could create videos related to that, spinning off your current best videos. Now, I just 
talked about comments. Another thing that you can do to figure out what your next video could be is actually look at the competition and check out what are their very best videos and how are they related to your videos and maybe create some videos that could be helpful for you in that process. Maybe you could find the top 10 of their videos, see if there's a theme related to your top videos and make a video that hopefully could maybe drive some traffic. Another thing you could do is certainly look at their comments, your competition's comments. What are people asking for there? So look at those top videos and then look in the comments and see, okay, maybe I won't make the video they made, but obviously there, there are, there's some demand here for something related to that topic. So go through, because they may have hundreds of comments where maybe you have 10 or 20 or none. I mean, if you're just starting off or early in the game, you may not have a lot of comments. And so you may want to depend on other people's comments who are successful to help you find new ideas. You can also look at trends. Trends is another good place to consider. Again, if it's related to your topic, I think it's important to, to understand where your core is and not to stray too far when you're looking for other types of videos to create. What will be your next video? One of my top recommendations when I'm offering advice to new YouTubers or people who are trying to grow their channel a little bit faster is to consider their channel one playlist. A big playlist. Each video goes to the next, to the next, to the next. You should consider that in a big format and also in a small format like chapters. So maybe consider creating a video series of four, five, six, seven videos that really do depend on other videos to support it. So if you watch one video, it'll very naturally, it'll very naturally seem like the next video is something you want to see. It's not something you have to think about. It's very obvious. And if you then point people to that next video, that can be very helpful, very powerful too. I think for the most part, that anytime you have a series of videos, you need to interconnect them within that playlist. It's important. You have to use the cards, the end screens, the cards at the end to let people know that this is the next video. Don't confuse them with two, three, or four different options. Give them one option and tell them why that is the option. Now, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn out, this is why you want to watch the next video, but it can be one good sentence, a solid sentence that will give them the immediate desires of, yes, I have to watch that next video. And you keep doing that from video to video to video. And maybe, maybe during the middle of the video, if you have a series and there is a good video to start from, well, then point them back to the very first video. During, maybe during the middle of that one video, say, hey, if, if you're not familiar with this, check out the very first video. That can be an excellent way to keep that loop going. As people start to get into that playlist, you'll start to see which of those videos are the most popular ones. 
And in some cases, it's not always possible, but in some cases you can rearrange your playlist in the order of the more popular videos. So it's not so much which is the next video, but how you arrange those videos. So you've created those top, those five, seven videos in that playlist and you notice number three is the most popular and number five is the second most popular. Well, you can put them together, maybe put three back into the first spot and number five into the second spot. If it makes sense, that does not always make sense when some types of series are progressive. So if it is, and if it does make sense that you can do that, I would highly recommend it. Or you can even consider that if you're considering your whole channel is a playlist, well, then you have to take a look and look at all of your videos and take maybe your very best one and put it in the front, the one that people go to. And then the next one, your next popular one, as long as it flows, goes to the second spot and then your third into the third spot. That way you have a series of videos that are winning that you can keep people on your channel because that is what is so important when we're developing. That's why we're always thinking about what should our next video be about. When developing your channel, it's also important to consider what are the other channels that your audience might like. And if you start to look around, you might find some people that you could connect with and collaborate with. And not only that, you could see what they're doing next in terms of videos. Once they post a video, watch and see what is their next video, especially if they're very successful. And maybe you can do something similar. Or again, you could maybe reach out and collaborate and figure out together what would be the best next video for maybe both your channel and their channel. When you, when you collaborate with other YouTubers, it should also be strategic. You should also consider what is it that both of your audiences would appreciate and also consider what would be the best next video for the, for the videos that after the videos you've actually published recently or specifically the last video. You can also plan ahead and say, look, each of us are going to create a video on our own channel with ourselves and then together we'll create a collaboration channel or a collaboration video or a series of collaboration videos. You can work together and even ping pong back and forth and, and share. Say, hey, if you want to see the rest or more insight, check out my friend on this channel and they can do the same thing and send it back to you. And so together you're figuring out what those next videos should be about. And if you do it right, it can be really powerful. I have had good results by collaborating. But when you can do this regularly, see, one-time shout-outs really don't work that well. It's when you actually have a... It's, it's this way in photography. I, I, I talk to a number of photographers and are often offered opportunities to photograph and they'll get a, you know, a listing or some free publicity. But... One-time free publicity rarely works. It's when you're doing this regularly. And so if you're a regular presence on that other channel, well, then, then you have an opportunity. It's kind of like advertising. Advertising one time really doesn't work that well. 
But if you become a regular presence on their channel and they become a regular presence on your channel and you collaborate about what are the best next videos to create, you're going to have more opportunity. If you coordinate with even a few channels, more than just one other channel, two or three or four channels, and everybody knows that if they know your channel, they know this other channel too because they're fans of the group of channels. And that grouping of channels can really grow a lot faster than just doing it alone. It's, it's much harder to grow alone, but when you can have a group of people who have a similar mission with an audience that has similar tastes or, or, or desires or has a similar goal. In other words, what is the end game? Understanding the end game of your audience can help you decide what is the next video you're going to create. Is the end game to laugh? Is the end game to understand how to do something? Is it a long-term in-game, like building a career? Is it a long-term in-game, such as building a YouTube channel or becoming a social media professional? Is it a long-term game to learn how to rebuild a car? These are things that you need to understand. What is the in-game of your audience? And that can help you in the process of understanding what it is you need to create next for that audience. So we can never get away from the topic. It's about the audience. And what would the audience that watched your last video appreciate the most? What would the audiences of the videos that have worked well really appreciate? And, and what would they appreciate to see next? That is really the key. Keeping the audience on your channel. Having too much random stuff is not going to work very well. It is a little bit easier, a little bit easier, once you're a bigger channel, because you're automatically going to have a number of people coming in which can push that video up the ladder. But in the very beginning, it's much harder. You have to be much more focused in, because it is a numbers game. There is weight to being able to upload a video and have a ton of people come to that video immediately, no matter what you do. There is huge power because it checks all the boxes really quickly for YouTube. When people automatically come, if you have a video and 100 people come and watch that video, it checks some of the boxes. But if the competition uploads a video, and may not even be in the same niche, but uploads a video that 100,000 people immediately watch, YouTube is going to show that other video, whether they have specialty or, or not in that area, because it checks more of the boxes of what YouTube is looking for. That's why the winners win. And that's why even if you're not going to make it overnight, even if you're not going to make it in a month, six months, even if you're not going to get 1,000 new subscribers in a year, or 10,000 new subscribers in a year. You may not get that, but if you keep going over the long term and keep building that audience, eventually, just because you have 5,000 subscribers, 2,000 subscribers, you're going to be able to do the same thing to people, and I don't mean it in a bad way, do the same thing, but it kind of happens that way. You are now able to immediately 
compared to somebody who has 50 subscribers, you can upload a video and you're going to get 50, 100 people, 200 people to watch your video immediately versus the, someone who has 50 subscribers where they may get 10. And if YouTube is going to compare the two, chances are it's going to give it to you. doesn't mean the other video can't gradually work its way up because maybe the person with 50 subscribers has a better video than you. Over time, YouTube will see other, other indicators that maybe people really watch that other video. There's a higher click-through rate. I mean, there, there are serious factors that over time, maybe that video will override your video or surpass your video. But that's why it takes longer quite often for smaller channels. It builds over time. YouTube does check those metrics but it is much easier if you have a larger channel in the beginning. And if you're a large channel and you upload a video and it's really good, it's solid, because you have all this experience uploading videos, see, that's part of it too, is the experience of uploading videos and understanding what works and doesn't work for your audience. So these are all things to consider in the process. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Tube Labs podcast and community. If you have not done so yet, please, head on over to the Apple podcast area, look up the Tube Labs podcast, and please feel free to leave a review and a few stars. That's really helpful for people who are looking for support to grow their YouTube channel. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you next time on the Tube Labs podcast. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.